Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, author of the number one best-selling book, Sensitivity is Your Superpower, How to Harness Your Gifts, Fulfill Your Purpose, and Create a Life of Joy. That book is available on Amazon as well as on my website, KarenCan.com. And I have a free gift if you are a highly sensitive person or who I call a sensitive soul. You can get my three ways of navigating your way to peace, prosperity, and personal power through my Sensitive Soul Empowerment Guide, and that is free at SensitiveSoulGuide.com. And today, I'm very pleased to have my friend Ali Bierman here as my guest for the radio show. She's the creator of Your Relationship Intelligence and the Happy Share Moment. She spent about 26 years teaching people how to move forward, enjoy life, regardless of circumstances or events, which is very, 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 very important. <laughs> and... um you know, how you relate to your partner, your family, even people that you pass by in the grocery store, um, all register within your energetic and physical bodies. In case you didn't know that, that is absolutely true. And so these energies are exchanged out of awareness. When exchanged out of awareness can make a profound impact, and even to the point of saving a life. And I was just telling my husband the other day about, um, you know, in the being state of love, and I believe my spiritual medicine digest touched on this as well, is that we have a light radius or a love bubble that we can positively affect people around us and even people we think about and not necessarily infect us when we're having really bad you know, mood or whatever it is. So these uh, uh, relationships are very important and it's really important that we talk about them. And I think this is the first time we've really formally talked about this with uh, an expert in this field. And uh, today we're going to talk about how to turn any moment of anger or frustration into a genuinely happy smile in minutes. Why your mother's thoughts while carrying you in her belly when you were just a baby before you were born, could have contributed to battle with health issues like candida, for example, 30 years later. That's super interesting. And then how to clear your personal energy blocks that can save your troubled marriage and the true meaning and profound method of forgiveness that can alter your entire past. So I think we have lots of great things to talk about, a lot of similarities between Ali and my uh, work, and uh, I'm so pleased uh, to have her on the show. So welcome, Ali. Thank you, thank you. I, I'm just vibrating. I love your energy. <laughs> Ali, you're so sweet. And I forgot to tell people who are listening in for the first time that I met you through you inviting me on your brilliant podcast, which I was really grateful for. And um, I mean, you're, I didn't read all your bio, but you're an ordained metaphysical minister. Um, you've got uh, 14 number one best-selling books, thousands of articles, 900 plus videos. So you are no newbie to this space. Um, you've also had the uh, um, distinction of winning the Albert Nelson Marquis Lifetime Achievement Award. You've touched more than 200 thousand lives worldwide so um, you are so incredibly humble and accessible and that's one of the reasons why I wanted you on our show because so many of our tribe members can resonate with your energy so thanks for being here thank you I love just being me because as you know that's how we impact others more than what we say Mm -hmm. or do yeah that's right so tell us a little bit about your past and how you got to be who you are today. Like some of the, hit some of the, the highlights because I think, you know, people that don't know you, um, I think it's very, your your story is very inspiring. Well, I came from mainstream psychology and I worked in crisis care. And once in a while we had super dangerous clients and one of them attacked me, 
was three times my size. She cornered me. I couldn't move, and she just kept hitting me in the head. So that caused, uh, I don't think there's any such thing as a traumatic brain injury that isn't serious, but it completely altered everything in my life. And the medical team said, you're not going to get better, learn to live with it. And truthfully, I talked myself into wanting to make it through each today because it was hard. Uh-huh. And that's when I got into energy work and I knew, okay, the universe had been telling me in whispers I needed to get out of that facility. I didn't listen. So it had hit me upside oh, the head. Yeah, I know those. Four, right? Very well, yes. <laughs> Yeah, you got to pay attention to the whispers so that doesn't happen to you. And then everything was going great, and suddenly my body was going numb. Turned out I had a brain tumor. And the surgeon said, you might wake up unable to speak or swallow or walk. (laughs) And, of course, I thought, no, not me. Well, I woke up in that position, and I had to find a new way to be because the surgery took out some nerves that I'm growing back with uh, stem cell patches, but I'm not all the way there yet. So yeah. I look like I'm normal, but I'm doing okay <laughs> <when> it's compensating. <laughs> I, I say normal is highly overrated. So <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. That is amazing. So um, so how long ago was that with your uh, traumatic brain injury and then when you started energy medicine? Um, with a traumatic brain injury, it was 26 years ago. And because nobody could help me in the regular world, the universe took me from one person to the next to the next mm-hmm. to do all these modalities. It's like, oh, so this is how we really work. Uh-huh. And I, I learned everything. And I didn't actually do certifications in all those modalities, uh-huh. but I've been practicing them, adopting them, combining them, and that's how I'm creating my own modality now. And I'm very clear. I'm not creating anything. The universe is just feeding me all the information. Uh, yeah, well, that's amazing. And uh, what I do love about you, too, is, like I said before, like how humble you are. <laughs> Because you're very accomplished, and um, and uh, yeah, and I, I and I, I think it's great because you're so receptive to what the universe is giving you, and uh, so yeah, you're definitely an inspiration to us all. So thank you for your journey and being willing to go through the tough times. Yeah, I, I get that. <laughs> I, may I share with you how I learned to happiness? Yeah, I please. Was, lying in bed following the surgery and I couldn't swallow without choking. I couldn't walk very well. I didn't know when I opened my mouth if a voice would come out and I'm lying there and I'm high. Like I just finished a workout. I'm very addicted to working out. (laughs) And I said, universe, how is this even possible? And I, I talked to the universe and my guides and angels and the universe immediately said, this is what true happiness is. And that's when I learned it doesn't matter how your life looks. It doesn't matter what you think you can or can't do. In every moment when you live in true happiness, your life just works. And that's who you really are. The real you, the conscious awareness, lives in true happiness. It's our default feeling. 
And I created the Happy Share movement after the very first uh, brain injury because I realized, well, there must be some good here. And so I started looking for the good. And I realized mm-hmm. I to find things for which to feel happy. And the doctor in the um, rehab center said the only people he ever saw heal were people who looked for the gifts. And I thought, wow. well, I want to make this an international movement. So I have a website and I have a Facebook page for it. And that is one of my life goals, to spread it. Only I expanded it into happy and grateful. Wow, wow. That's really profound. I wonder if you could just say that again um, slowly around what the doctor said about anyone who heals uh, because that that really was so important a message. I want you to, if you don't mind, hearing yeah. it again. Sure, yeah. He told me the only patients he ever saw heal from brain injuries were people who looked for and found the gifts in the injury. So one thing I do is uh, on my life, I've written music to help myself through experiences to teach others. And that was, I'd say, my first profound song that I wrote. Cause I, let me see if I recall the uh, chorus. Um, there's a gift in every moment of every day. You can choose to see the glitter that guides the way. And it's your choice to make each journey with steps that are bold. It's your choice to seek and find each new step is lined with gold and I've been living my life that way for the last 26 years oh that's beautiful now is this a recorded song people can find on YouTube or SoundCloud or something that we can post in the community (laughs) yeah I definitely uh, I recorded it so long ago I have to go and find it I'm sure it's on some of my sites and my after the brain injury when I when I did my book release, I got up there and the first thing I said to the people in the audience, if you keep sending me energy, I'll keep having a voice. And it was the best feeling because yeah. all these people were sitting out there and you know how they send energy with their palms facing you. It was just the coolest feeling. And I had oh, a voice for the whole amazing. show. Amazing. So, yeah. I'll find it, and I will give you the links because that'll make it easier. Oh, great. Yeah, and you're actually in the light medicine community, so just feel free to post it, you know, and tag okay. me. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so so people can get that right right away. So thank you so much uh, for that. Um, so, yeah, so, so, you know, when people hear your story about how you genuinely figured out or discovered true happiness – which obviously, you know, after surgery, most people wouldn't necessarily think that that would be the <laughs> grounds for true happiness. Um, since then, like, you know, you're human. And, you know, humans, we get frustrated, angry, upset at certain things. Like, how is it possible for us to switch that or shift that from your perspective uh, to you know, genuinely being happy after, you know, being angry a minute ago. Well, I hate to sound trite, but you know nothing happens to you. Everything Mm -hmm. happens for you. And when I understood that message, I always looked. And when I have a lot of things that go wrong 
And I asked the universe, what is it that you want me to know that I'm missing? Because it's going to keep sending you the same situation, the same challenges, the same obnoxious people until you figure it out. Because it's never about anybody but you. Right. That's so interesting. Because, you know, in some ways we are taught in the spiritual world. And I know, you know, obviously you know the difference. But uh, we hear that uh, it's not about you. You know, it's about giving, it's about other blah, 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 right? Um, but I was just having a conversation this morning with my husband around, you know, a, a recurring situation that he's dealing with, and he's coming to really be conscious of, of how he's recreating or helping the universe <laughs> recreate uh, the similar energy so he can resolve it. Um, and, and he's, you know, stepping up. I can see his responses are getting more and more conscious. So, you know, people will say, well, Ali, which, which is it? Is it? I mean, you're saying it's, it's, it's always about us, but other people are saying, no, it's really about other people. So people can get confused. Maybe you can share your wisdom on the difference. Oh, well, it, it's about us. It, this is my belief system, obviously. I believe that we incarnate into a family where we're going to learn certain lessons to advance our soul in some area. So that we're in a situation where we're constantly faced with, oh, this is in, um, I grew up Jewish and I study the Kabbalah and they call it a tikkun. It's the life lesson that you came here. It's called a correction. So what is it that's your focus in this lifetime that you want to change so that you can grow? And that's how I see things. That's how I view things. So the reason I say it's all about you is because I've worked with people. There's so many people out there who've been through a divorce who are so bitter and they're blaming the other person. And then they go and they get back in the same relationship because they have no clue what part they're playing in creating Mm -hmm. that. So I've helped people totally clear and change their lives without going through couples therapy, without mm-hmm. having to read lots of books, just clearing the energy that they have blocked. So once Beautiful. they clear it, everything in the world clears because your own energy clears. So people, as you said earlier, are experiencing you differently. They don't know why. It's not in their awareness. They just know you're different. And they're either going to fit in with the new you or they're going to leave your world because they no longer fit. Mm. Right. It's kind of like that resonance thing. Yeah. When uh, I've recently become friends with an incredible lawyer, she's a divorced lawyer, but she has this total understanding that when you create a divorce, you make sure it's win win and you take care of yourself because if you don't clear all that energy out it's going to stay inside you and impact your life all across your life yes and that is uh, a challenge that some of the sensitive souls that i've met have been you know some of them said well you know my brother cheated me my husband cheated on me or cheated me and you know took my money or they stole this from that and they're like well you know uh, some of them chose to not go to court. Some of them chose to go to court. But um, energetically, there's this baggage that's there. Like they, they can't be happy until they win their court case. 
or, you know, even the, right. even, even the prayers are, please pray that I win my court case, right? <laughs> so in, in <laughs> case, uh, again, sometimes maybe winning a court case is not for their highest and greatest good. Uh, or maybe it is. You know, maybe the person that does not go to court uh, actually needs to go to court. You know what I mean? For their development and highest good to stand up for themselves and they actually need to sue yeah. their brother or husband, mm-hmm. whatever. So I, I think it's very curious, uh, you know, around that people – relaying the outside world needs to kind of change for them to be happy. Yes, and uh, uh, that's one of the many things I love about you and your teachings, because so long as you're looking outside yourself, (laughs) it's not going to change, because the universe will keep putting you in the situation, keep putting the people in your world until, well, that's what I do if something keeps coming up. I say, Okay, universe, what am I missing here? Mm, right, but you're not doing that. I'm not feeling the energy of, like, self-blame or self-hatred or self, you know, oh. uh, criticism. Not that right. kind of it's, question. Absolutely, because I believe that we're here and that we're in each lifetime to learn specific lessons. I believe that we choose a family we're born into because there's a situation we want to grow through. And we're going to have certain instances in our life. I remember after that first brain injury, or I had to take care of my mom the last 10 years of her life because her mental state was gone. And I just remembered saying, well, I have this temporary detour. And then I realized there was no detour there. I needed to learn everything that I thought I didn't know I wanted to learn in life. Yeah. So oh, that's beautiful. Everything so that, happens perfectly. Right. So, so when you're when someone's angry or frustrated, when you're angry and frustrated, you remember that. Like, how, how does that happen? Oh, I have a whole definition or whole method called forgiving, and it was actually taught to me by this brilliant energy chiropractor who he taught me a whole lot of stuff energetically speaking Mm. that it's forgiving love so if you look at I, I have a whole process I teach people if you look at everyone who hurt you Uh And you make a list and say thank you to each person. And then here's the tricky part. You have something to thank them for because you got to become somebody you weren't going to get to become Uh because they were in your life presenting a certain issue that you didn't want there. So it's forgiving love. And when I first really figured that out, took it to the next level, I went back through my entire lifetime, and by the time I finished it, I had rewritten my past because all the people who I thought hurt me, they weren't there to hurt me. They were here to gift me so that I could wake up and make a change I wasn't going to make. Now, that sounds really weird to people who have been hurt physically and emotionally, Uh but that's what I believe. That's where I come from, and but my whole life changed when I did that process. Uh, wow, it really, I mean, that is amazing. And it's like, um, you know, people with different belief systems. And so some people might say, well, Ali, I, I think you're, you know, too 
positive. <laughs> I don't know. Um, not that I believe that, but um, and 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 other people will resist that message. And we, we're, I mean, you and I aren't here to force anybody to believe anything. It's just another right, perspective. Right. And I like exactly. to say to people, does it work? So not whether it's right or wrong, you know, but does yeah. it work? So obviously your strategy, your belief has worked for you because you're a very different person than you were, you know, in that hospital room, um, mm-hmm. not knowing whether you're going to be able to speak, you know, or, or function. Yes. And it's worked for you and continues to work for you. Yeah, life isn't perfect, of course, uh, but it continues to work for you because you continue to be joyful. Yeah, and that's why wouldn't it be? <laughs> that's why I have a happy share movement because mm-hmm. that was I learned that like right away after that attack that if I look for things to for which to feel happy and grateful every day, that's where my focus is. That's where my energy shifts to. And you know what? Those things are in everybody's lives every day, yeah. but most people aren't looking for it, so they don't see it. Right, right, seeing the gifts. Now, I'm just going to, you know, play the other side for a moment, Ali. Um, So we're not saying that people should necessarily uh, pretend they don't feel angry or frustrated about a situation and and try to push those emotions away and force themselves to somehow see the gift when they're not ready, correct? Oh, absolutely. Yes, yes. Yes, because mm-hmm. that's what you resist persists. Right. You know, Carl Jung said that, I don't know how many years ago, and man, that is true beyond a shadow of a doubt. You and I both work with energy. I'm sure you see it as much as I do. Oh, yes, and just continue working, you know, myself, just um, catching, you know, resistance patterns and things like that, and that some of it's very instructive. <laughs> Oh, wow, I didn't know that was there, you know, uh, and be able to, to heal those kinds. Of and, like, I I totally agree with you from my personal perspective is, is that there's a gift in everything. And when we are ready to, you know, look at that gift instead of being victimized by whatever's going on, because yeah, I always like to say you can't be a victim and empowered at the same time. <laughs> Like in this case, they're, not, they're, they're mutually exclusive. Um, I think it can be really, really amazing, uh, this journey, and it can be joyful, uh, like you found. So you're just a, a really great example of that. Yeah, it was, well, why else would you live any other way? When you've been through really scary stuff, it's scary when this person is three times your size, has you pinned and she just keeps hitting you and you can't move. Yeah. But that's what Can't brought imagine. me into the world. Universe had to do that because I wasn't paying attention. Uh, right. So, yeah, we bring things on ourselves. They're all gifts. That, that's my point. And I look for and I see the gifts everywhere all day long. I'm being happy and grateful for all these little things that I would have missed if I hadn't been thrown into this other way of living life. I see. I see. So how just like in terms of people you've worked with, um, like how long is this process in terms of getting to that place where you can more quickly, you know, relax into the seeing the gifts of any situation versus being victimized for weeks on end before you see the gift? Is there like a pattern here like for most people? 
Well, when back before COVID, I used to work on people in person, and it took me three sessions to get through all of that to have major life changes. And since COVID, that's when the universe said, hey, we want you to work differently. And it showed me things that were missing from the way I had worked for 25 years. So that things change instantly. (laughs) It's getting ready to change. That can take a long time for some people. It never happens. But the change will happen instantly. It's like, oh, I just woke up to seeing life a different way. So as soon as I woke up to this new way of seeing and being, I talk with my guides and my angels and the universe, and it's two-way. I don't have to wait to get a response. And all day long, I'm seeing things for which to feel happy and grateful. And I'm not saying my life is keen every day because crazy things happen. However, I don't stay stuck in that place. I look for the gift to come out of it. Ah, well, that's so cool. So um, I love what you said. Let me see if I'm quoting you properly. So you said change is instant. Getting ready for change can take, did you say a lifetime? Yeah, it can for some people and never for wow. others. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking of all these memes, quoting you, that I'm going to make. Because <laughs> <laughs> I really love these. Now, um, just for folks listening in, uh, Ali Beerman is my guest today, and uh, her website is Your Relationship Intelligence. Dot com. So yourrelationshipintelligence.com is the website. Check it out there. And um, also, uh, Ali's on um, some social media, so that's at the very bottom. You can check those links as well. And um, Ali, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, some of the other things that we were sharing earlier um, related to, um, you know, relationships, obviously. So what is relationship intelligence? Like what, what what do you define as that? Well, for the 26 years that I've been in private practice, what I notice real clearly and real instantly is everything happens by relationship disconnects. Mm-hmm. So people have disconnects. I've never seen anybody who didn't have a disconnect between themselves and their higher self, their spirit. And then a disconnect with themselves and whatever their belief system is, their spiritual belief system. And the third one that people think is the primary is the disconnects between themselves and other people. And the reason it's so clearly the last is because I see people who their whole lives change because they worked on themselves. And because that changed their energy the energy goes out, as we said earlier, and other people experience you differently. So what used to be blocks or painful relationships, they aren't anymore, and nobody has to sit and figure out, now why did that change? It just changed because we're really energetic having human experiences and not the other way around. So it's something like, One of my very favorite clients to share, uh, when I do a live class, and I demonstrate all of this, I demonstrate how the energy in the room is impacting you and all that, and she's the only person who I ever had volunteered to demonstrate 
and she couldn't think of a single episode in her life, not one memory that made her feel happy. So somebody is a mother of an adult child. And so she said, can I come work with you? And after our first session, she called me the next day, and you know how you hear a smile in somebody's <laughs> Right. She was so happy. She said, I never felt like this before. Wow. And then after our second session, she her relationship with her son was estranged. He didn't even live on the mainland anymore. And she didn't talk to him. She didn't try to work it out because all those attempts didn't work. She said, everything's good between us. So that's you working on you Whoa. changes everything in your life. And then the coolest thing was she had been in a sexual harassment situation for three years. She had brought legal action. Nothing changed. And after wow. our third session, this is, again, her clearing her stuff. Right. She went back to work. The same guy was still there, and he no longer bothered her. That's what happens when you take care of you because it's all in your own energy and it's going out and other people are experiencing it not consciously gotcha gotcha yeah that that's really amazing um and i i mean i love your stories this is really really great to have you tell those stories because it really solidifies for people hey you know this isn't just theory right yeah, it's not. absolutely it's real people's experiences and uh that's can be so very important especially for people who are you know not 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 quite there uh, and convinced like mm, is it really about me I don't know I think it's about them <laughs> yes they're the problem not me <laughs> um, and that and that I think it, it, after a while when we do our own work Ali I'm sure maybe you can um, um, you know, empathize with this but sometimes when we do our own work and we hang around people you know do their own work and it's so joyful you know to hang around mm-hmm. the same yeah. type of person and then you may come up with a, a loved one or friend or an old friend or you know boss coworker, or whatever who is still in that kind of you know the the world is happening to me um that victim me kind of thing then it can get kind of like okay that i remember that but i'm not there now and can i get away from this conversation <laughs> yeah oh yeah because uh, we're not uh, we're not you know we're not they're not asking us to coach them, right? So uh, it, it can be a little yeah. tricky um, to, to to kind of just be there and um, just accept where they are, which is our job, I guess, you know, uh, to accept Absolutely. where they are. Mm-hmm. That's something that I've been working on probably the last year, seeing people who are stuck choosing to stay stuck or hurting. Yeah. And, and I can't right. make them want to change. Right. Yeah. So like you said, our, our, our power place is really, you know, changing ourselves within consciously if we choose to do that um, because yeah. the outside world seems to flex and change and miraculously shift when we do our own inner work um, and because if we try to do, which I did for many, many, many years, um, try to change my outer circumstances, uh, mm-hmm. which was a big struggle, so much energy wasted in doing that, um, then it, it, doesn't, it doesn't really work. Like we said before, does it work or doesn't work? Well, that didn't work. It didn't work. <laughs> 
try to change my outside circumstance, try to change my mom, my dad, my sister, my brother, you know, my husband at the time. And you should do this. You should do that. This would be better. And it's even worse, I think, because, you know, you and I have like letters after our name and like just, uh, you know, expertise and things like that. So somehow we feel sometimes not, I shouldn't say you, but I felt like I had a role that that was my responsibility right, to help Mm. people that were close to me because I'm MD behind my name. Uh, And yet they didn't always ask for that help, So, which then frustrated me even more. (laughs) Yes, or or, uh, imagine you have the experience of they ask for assistance and you offer it and they don't follow through. Okay, you want a space box. Right, yes. Yes, yes, I have some in-laws that are, you know, going through some of that, um, and that can be, you know, fairly difficult because, um, you know, if you do ask how can I support you, you know, uh, in in a couple of cases, it's more like, well, you can send me more money. (laughs) But here's the thing, they stay stuck. They stay stuck. You know, I'm not teaching them how to fish, just giving them the fish to eat, but then it's gone. And then they're back to their old ways. They're back to losing money. Um, you know, somebody stole it from them. They don't know. Anyway, lot, lots of things, lots of drama. And so even though it seems unkind in a way to say, well, no, you know, I would love, love to support you. And here are the things that are, you know, that, that I can do and offer you. Um, but just because they say, well, just, you know, keep donating me money may not actually do them the good that they think it would. So that, that's kind of a tricky situation. I don't know if you've dealt with that with your clientele and what you've counseled them to do. Oh, definitely. I'm going through that with somebody right now. <laughs> ah. And I th- the universe is going to keep putting the situation around us so that we can get clear on it. So periodically I'm just so clear. It's I watch people I love struggle. And then yeah. sometimes it bothers me. But I know I can't change them. So everybody's uh-huh. here on their own path. And I don't know what their path is. <laughs> I don't even know what my own path is. So well, but, the, but there's also almost like a counter argument in some spiritual books that says, well, you know, love people the way they would like you to love them, not yes. the way you would like to be loved, which on some level I get that, right? But yeah. on another level, that does not necessarily translate into you do whatever they want to do, despite your gut feeling saying, nope, this isn't going to work. <laughs> this is just going to yes. make them even more dependent. They're actually not, you know, not shifting and changing. They're choosing this other lower way of being, and I'm contributing to that codependently if I continue giving handouts, giving handouts, giving handouts over, over a period of time. So... Yeah, totally know what you're talking about. <laughs> mm, yeah. Um, well, let's let's shift a little bit into um, we mentioned in our you know show notes that um, something about why your mother's thoughts, well, you know, we were babies in her belly, may contribute to chronic disease. So tell us a little bit about your experience in this space. Okay. So what relationship intelligence is? You have a whole history of relationship disconnects. Some of them you come into the lifetime with. They're inherited beliefs, their family miasms, their patterns, other people's awareness. But if you really watch a family, you'll see how behavior patterns go down generation to generation. Mm. 
And then there's a constructed belief what people are telling you when you're too young to block it out. So that you're creating all these disconnects from the time you come into the lifetime. And every time one of those relationship issues happens, and I had one person come into the lifetime with the beginning of their emotional themes that happen, and Mm -hmm. they go to different organ systems in your body. So I would spend one and a half to three hours working on somebody to clear just until their spirit said, okay, we're done for the day. And there are issues. It can be something with themselves that always came up to be the number one issue, people not knowing who they really are, uh, not connecting to a higher source, and what happened with relationships with other people. And we can get really specific because the spirit knows what it is, even though it's out of awareness. That's why I don't believe in and don't do talk therapy. Because ah. anything that you're thinking of is not the true cause of it. So the information will come up in great detail, and it could be all the way back. I had more than one woman with really severe candida who, when they were being carried by their mom, one was, I think, the first trimester, and the other was third trimester. Their moms didn't want them. Well, that was in their mom's energy, and it went in utero into their being. So when they were born, they already had, I don't know if you want to call it a strike against them, but things start in your energy body. And if you think of it as your energy body serves like a file folder, and across your life, the same theme, the universe is going to keep throwing situations at you with the same theme at all the different ages. And I don't just stop at current age. I also go into the future. And we record every single one of those issues. And then the universe says, this is where to send the energy. This is the form to send it in, and it clears Wow, wow. People have major changes, and it's quick and it's instant because it's energy work. It's not, well, I have to sit and figure this out, and it's it's (laughs) never going to happen. Yes, that is so, so profound. Um, That just that realization can be incredibly empowering uh, to to know, wait, 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 it's like change is instant. Huh. <laughs> uh, and and, and uh, yeah, that that is amazing. And uh, you and I know uh, how how these energies can you know permeate, can sometimes get attached uh, to various things. And um, and yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think anyone uh, that I know has ever gone through school with uh, energy clearing one hundred and one class. Maybe someday in the new <laughs> reality, right? <laughs> We we will have that, you know, whatever grade that is, you know, kindergarten. <laughs> um, and uh, I'd love for that to, to happen. Um, now, I you mentioned... Did, a, uh, uh, um, every 24 episodes of my podcast, I do, it's called Pearls of Wisdom, and I just released my third edition of Pearls of Wisdom a day, and that was one of the points I was talking about. The gifted healing people I know who don't know to clear their own energy and therefore they're messing up their clients. So yeah, that was a point. Yeah. Yeah, that that's kind of a touchy subject, uh, especially 
you know, when when people can get very defensive. <laughs> um, yeah. Related to that, I, I actually had, uh, now this was not an energy healer per se, but I had a massage therapist friend, and I'd given her, uh, you know, uh, some clearing protection spray formula. In this case, I made it easy. I did the charging. I gave her the bottle. I gave her the, you know, the label and, you know, a whole bit. So I said, you know, after every client in here, I don't care if you don't speak at all, okay, but their energy deposits in your space, which can mm-hmm. affect you and can affect the next person. So that was sort of news to her, but she kind of got it, right? So mm-hmm. I was thinking, well, this, this, this bottle is going to be gone in a week. But months go by, and I still see it sitting there, right? And it's sort of like, squirt, squirt, you know, like a, like a like tiny little bit used. And I was like, no, no, really, you, you really need to. <laughs> we did that in our office, Ollie. Like we, um, we had acupuncture uh, patients, and so after every uh, patient, my, my staff would go in there and just, you know, uh, just douse the place you know, with with the clearing spray uh, before the next person went in there. And it's funny because some people would just uh, walk in, sometimes by mistake, to the office. And uh, they would just play like, oh, you know, I don't know what it is about your space, but I just want to stay here. It's so nice. <laughs> and I, I'm not a very good decorator, so it's definitely not because of the decorations. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they were just like, it's, it feels so nice. And then the younger people, they came for acupuncture. You know, and we had done that. Um, they literally would start yawning, and we hadn't done any work mm-hmm. yet. They would just sit there mm-hmm. and start yawning, you know, because they'd go into a healing mode. And so I think that's really important, some of the points that you made of, like, this is really necessary for us to learn how to do that. And then you can empower people and help people uh, do that. And, um, yeah. So uh, w- go back to a little bit what you said earlier uh, about – uh, and by the way, guys, if you want to um, talk to Ali on the phone, the number, I forgot to say that earlier, the number to call is 818-514-1190 at one, so we know you'd like uh, to speak, have a comment, a uh, question, something going on in your life you'd like some mini coaching counseling on, uh, definitely call in, so 818-514-1190 and hit one, so I know your hand is up. And also, if you're on the live on the show, you can put the question in the chat. Um, so, Ali, we were talking about your method of uh, forgiveness. Can you expand on that a little bit, like... Um, give us a little bit more okay. detail on how that works. Yeah, the he was uh, literally a chiropractor, but he was probably my first spiritual teacher, and he mm. basically taught me forgiving means forgiving love. So as a minister, oh, okay. I created a whole ceremony because people like rituals. True, and, true. Yeah, it's basically if you can look at every person who you think hurt you and see it as, who did I get to become because that person came into my life? Oh, they weren't here to hurt me. They were here to let me grow and change in a way that serves me. It's like, whoa. Like I spent three days making my list and clearing things and my whole past changed. So all these people who I thought hurt me, in fact, now when somebody does something that I used to see as hurtful, I go back and it's just something's occurring to me now where I haven't done it yet, uh, to see, well, I wouldn't have made that change if that person hadn't come into my world. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, thank you for uh, explaining that again. Um, it's such a profound message. It's so huge. I love that. I love that. Oh, we do have a person with their hand up. <laughs> cool. So 
Awesome. Uh, so what we're going to do here, um, so again, if you're just uh, tuning in, I am here with Ali Behrman, and uh, we're talking about uh, relationship intelligence. You can find her at yourrelationshipintelligence.com. And uh, you can call in live at 818-514-1190, hit 1, or use the chat on the live uh, show page to put in your question. So I'm just going to um, announce the last four digits of the phone number of the person here um, so far that has their hand up. Now, if you are on Skype, unfortunately, we do not unmute Skype calls because we had some interesting things previously. When we did that, and uh, I personally don't really want to have that happen again. So I'm just going to unmute 3431. So 3431. Hi, you're on the air with Allie and me. Hello, Allie and me, Karen. <laughs> uh, this, is, this is Marilyn. Um, Hi. My question is, um, I saw one of the bullets is clearing even if you don't know what the cause is. And uh, I was just curious how you would go about addressing that. For example, myself, I've cleared everything I can possibly clear or find in the last 20 years, spiritual practices, but uh, still not where I would like to be. So, um, you know, like you said, it could be something in your mother's womb, even though I've tried to clear everything that might have come up or past lives or whatever. But Mm -hmm. how would you so-called, I know the word uh, identify, I don't want to use the word diagnose, but how would you identify and clear that when a person comes to you and doesn't really know, doesn't really say this happened or, you know, has any specific information? Well, uh, thank you for asking that question. It's really important. I don't ask people, what do you want to clear? I did originally in my practice, and then I realized, but then I'm limiting the universe to just clearing those things. But it's the stuff out of your awareness that you can't know that's really keeping you blocked at your core. So I just work with somebody without putting any issues forward, and the issues show up. And the emotions that are, because everything has an emotional theme. The emotions show up. We find out, is this your emotion? Does it belong to somebody else in your world? And then when we clear all of that, everything's cleared and they're better. They feel better because we were getting the stuff that the universe said, this is what's going on with you and this is what clearing this can make a difference for you. And it's not necessarily just in one session because I used to do three sessions. So I figure I I always do that now because it's like an onion and the top layer clears, but then that allows other issues to come forth because the cool thing about the way the universe and your spirit work is they never reveal anything to you that you are not ready to deal with so that I might see oh a piece of information flew by without identifying what it was it wants you to know there was something there it went in the circuit but it isn't something you're ready to deal with consciously so then when I get all the information in and clear it it's clear and it's clear on all these different levels and all these different meridians and every meridian has its own emotional theme 
and it's the organs, the glands, the chakras, and the light bodies because things get stuck. They create energy blocks in all those different places. So if you're not looking toward all those places, you only get some of it cleared, possibly. Okay, so that make sense? Well, yeah, no, uh, you know, you're, you're working uh, with spirit to identify uh, the issue as, as necessary and uh, clearing it. Okay, I just yes, yes. I, yeah, I, thank I, you I, for I clarifying that. <laughs> What'd you say? Thank you for clarifying that because that's exactly what I do. I talk directly to a person's spirit. I'm a specialized kinesiologist, and I do everything through kinesiology, which is bypassing the conscious, the subconscious, definitely the conscious, but the subconscious mind, because that's where issues get blocked and held. Ah. Okay, well that's helpful. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, that actually brings up another question. Um, so is it necessary sometimes to work with another person related to this clearing? Because maybe we have blinders on or we're just so used to what we're used to, we don't think of the right questions to ask. What, what's your take on that? Oh, <laughs> I don't ask questions unless the spirit says these are the things, something happened at this age. Um, and find out what the issue is that happened at that age. So, no, I wouldn't work with another person, but my angels, my guides, the universe, the persons, the clients, angels, guides, they're all there present. So I'm not just drawing the energy from any kind of conscious awareness coming from anybody. Does that make Okay, sense? no, what I meant was, you know, is it necessary for someone to work with an expert outside of themselves um, to clear fully because maybe they themselves have blinders? And like Marilyn was saying, wow, I've done a lot of work already. You know, I've cleared this, yeah. cleared this, and everything I could think of I've already cleared. So is it necessary like, or what percentage of people is it necessary that they have to work with another expert on that, like yourself? Well, yeah, that, that's a really, really good question. I know for myself, I can do a whole lot of clearing myself, but I also need somebody to help me through things that I'm just blocked on. In fact, I don't know any, I don't know anybody in the healing arts who doesn't like trade services because we all have blocks. Uh, Yes, the answer to that is yes, I believe sometimes we need to talk or work with other people. Right, yes. And, uh, you know, I I think I I I used to like to say, like, we don't know what we don't know. So I have all these great ideas. I'll just give business because I I have, um, you know, two mentors now in business. And uh, some of the things I I didn't realize after I worked with a mentor, just a very simple, sometimes very simple knowledge is like, well, you're doing the right thing just at the wrong time. Mm -hmm. So I thought you weren't making any money. I was like, what? (laughs) You know? Uh, you know, it was like, I think even when I started my, my podcast forever ago and wrote my first book, I, I was not bringing money in, you know, to the office. I didn't really understand. I was working on all this online marketing and all this stuff that I was interested in learning, but was avoiding, you know, like doing a local marketing, things like that. Cause I just thought, Ugh, I don't want to, 
I don't want to do that, right? Um, but I was doing the the you know, the book, the podcast, the, all those kinds of things before, you know, uh, of of doing what was the, the easiest, the lowest hanging fruit, which was local people, and not really knowing or understanding that I really should have been focusing on that rather than the global audience. But it's all good because I learned along the way, right? And uh, was able to uh, overcome that <laughs> uh, backwards kind of strategy. Uh, but now I know. So without the help of the, the mentor and the coach, um, I couldn't really see because I thought, well, I don't know. I mean, it looks like I'm doing the right thing. I was just the wrong order. So these yeah. insights can be really invaluable, you know, when people work with you and, you know, work with um, someone who is detached and, and you know, is, is, doesn't have the same blinders. Absolutely. I definitely have mentors. I don't know that anybody, no matter how high level and accomplished they are, everybody has a mentor. You know, the great athletes out there, they all have coaches because mm-hmm. there's always yep. going to be things we don't see ourselves. Right. And some, some, and sometimes my mentors or mentors have mentors who are not even on the planet. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're maybe embodied, but they're not on the planet. Uh, so mm-hmm. I think that's uh we can kind of widen that that scope somewhat um so uh ali maybe you can share with people um in terms of what they'll find on your website um how they can discover whether working with you is a good fit oh um on my website your relationship intelligence.com slash contact if you send me a message we can get on the phone together and see if you're a good fit because it only makes sense to work together if we're a good fit for one another and I have somebody who is I move the service who puts out my uh, free gifts and it's being corrected today for the new service uh, but I have a freebie. Uh, it's for it's seven points for successful relationships, and it's not just for like marital or romantic relationships, but relationships all really run the same way. So that freebie should be up there at some point late afternoon today. Oh, that's exciting. Okay, great. And I think I've, I didn't quite remember to ask you about the Happy Share movement. So can you tell us a few minutes about that? Okay. Um, I had taken that website down because it got a little overwhelming after the second brain injury. So I just put it back up, but it's been on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash the Happy Share movement. And what it is, it's the habit of happiness. So what's the habit Mm -hmm. of happiness? It's feeling happy and grateful for what's going on in your life because you will always and only see what you look for. So if you look for things to feel happy and grateful, you're going to see them all over the place all day long. And if you're looking for things to be wrong or missing, you're going to see that. So the first thing I have is a video on what is a happy share and how to do it and why you want to do it. And that's the happysharemovement.com. Ooh, that's wonderful. I love it. And Very I cool. do have you know, one of the, I believe it was one of the bullet points, is how to turn any moment of frustration or anger 
into one of feeling happy. And that's uh, another one where somebody was redoing that giveaway for me. It's how to be happy now. And instantly, in a matter of minutes, you can switch your mood because it's whatever mood and your thoughts, they're going to drive your actions, your behaviors. So why would you want to stay stuck in negative energy? Uh Right, right. Well, I know for myself that one of my vested interests, which I can say very plainly now, admit to that back then I would be defensive, uh, was that um, if I made, when I didn't take responsibility for my own happiness, and there was always someone else to blame, whether that be my father, my mother, my Mm -hmm. teacher, my ex-husband, whatever, um, then I wouldn't be um I, then i wouldn't have the confirmation that somehow i really am not enough right because that's how what i believed that i was not enough so if i could blame someone else then i wouldn't have to come to grips with oh my gosh it's my fault but when we take self-responsibility it's not actually finding fault with ourselves but really loving ourselves more and uh you know being self-compassionate and i'm much better at that now than than i ever was so it's definitely a journey uh, it's definitely a journey, but I can understand people wanting to blame others because it's sometimes just too painful to look at ourselves. That's exactly uh, where I am in my own, where I'm stuck in the health issue. It's because I'm not loving myself first, even though I teach love yourself first. So every night when I go to sleep, I say, oh, no, I didn't spend the time putting myself first today. I do, and I spend two hours on my morning routine, but doing my energy work, I've done four hours on this issue, and it still hasn't cleared. And I cleared on other people in three hours, so something's missing. Right. Well, and yeah, it's a process, and I think think it's actually really refreshing um, and uh, also, again, humbling to just understand that, hey, you know, we might be here as radio show hosts, podcast hosts, you know, changing the, you know, and and really shifting people's lives in a positive way. And we are dedicated to doing our own work. And sometimes it's slower than others. You know, sometimes it's more challenging than others. And it's not that we have it all down and we're perfect and our lives are absolutely perfect. Nothing wrong ever goes, you know, nothing ever goes wrong. It's not that. (laughs) It's like, you know, uh, being our own best client in a way. And uh, yeah, there's where it's, we're going to ebb and flow. There are times like, you know, this past week where I just realized I made this big mistake on this email sequence and people are like, ah, uh, I didn't get the replay. This link doesn't work. And it was like super like, ugh. <laughs> I look really not professional here. Okay. How did I miss that one? And, um, and you know, in the past, I used to just be really hard on myself. Like, oh, how could you make that mistake? You know, you look unprofessional, you know, blah, blah, blah. And now I'm just like, oh, sorry about that. <laughs> I forgot to do such and such, and then we just get better for next time and next time and next time and next time. And, yeah, some days go by, I'm like, hmm, don't know if I actually did my self-healing work today. Because <laughs> I was like, you know, two hours on, you know, doing yoga trapeze training with my teacher and then another three hours doing a workshop for other people. And, you know, <laughs> and then another two hours trying to figure out what, I, what what was going on online and all these, you know, people emailing. And, and then I'm like, huh. I don't think I actually did my energy healing work today. Oh, well. <laughs> and just wake up the next day and rededicate ourselves. But, Ali, it's, it's uh, been a beautiful time uh, with you today. I so appreciate the work that you're doing. Thank you so much for being a light unto the world. 
Thank you. I just I adore you. <laughs> You're my role model, so thank you. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. Um, so thank you for being on the show again, everyone. Go to Your Relationship Intelligence dot com consider uh contacting Ali if you really liked what you heard today and Ali's work really resonates with you just you know maybe consider uh doing a um like a one on one conversation to see if you're right fit to to work with her personally and um for everyone listening in thank you so much for being here either whether you're on live or on the replay really appreciate you my fellow light warriors and sensitive souls uh dear Ali thank you so much bless you and bless everyone With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.